Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Um, so today I wanted to get into talking about um, the special education system um, because I am a product of that special education system and I kind of wanted to explain um, my time within that system and basically growing up and how it kind of affected me growing up as an adult. So I was inserted into the special education system around the time the No Child Left Behind law was put in. Um, So this had to be around maybe like 2002, 2003, um, could be four. I don't have like an accurate year, but it's around that time. Um, It was very weird. so I have a condition called dyscalculia, which basically means that I cannot do any basic math within my head. Um, everything, I need to use a calculator or a pen and pen and paper to write stuff down with. Um, mental math is completely off the question and um, basically makes anything like simple arithmetic hard as hell for me. Um, something that you can do um, in your head, like, you know, knowing how much change you're getting back and, you know, just solving a quick algebra problem to you, it may be easy, but for me, it's going to take me about an hour to figure out the answer. Um, so that's basically a rundown of my condition. Um, it's not curable. There's no meds to fix it. It's just a condition, just like dyslexia, um, Dyslexia is just, it's the same condition. Um, Dyslexia is just with um, letters. Um, So I was in the system for basically my entire um, education career um, through them. Um, I can definitely say that um, this system is the weakest system I have ever been in. Um, And how, how it has affected me growing up basically is the I don't want to say that I am damaged or that you know I'm just you know behind but it makes you feel that way um so basically my only issue was with math um growing up I was a very strong reader very strong writer my parents saw that you know I saw that eventually just not you know at the time but you know that was part of the condition you are very weak in math, but any other subjects, you're very strong. You're a strong reader, you're a strong writer, and in my condition, that's what it was. You suck at math, but you can read and you can write. So, you know, um, elementary days, um, you know, kids really didn't um, pick on you. Well, for me, I didn't really get picked on for being in special education. Um... I was mostly, you know, just pulled out of classrooms, you know, to give to give extra time on tests, you know, was able to use a calculator. And um, that was basically, you know, the big sum of that. Um, so we ended up doing those. Um, middle school days, it was pretty much the same thing. Pulled out of the classroom, you know, you were given like extra time on a test. I was given a calculator. Um, but I believe in, it was, it was, um, middle school where I very 
very, um, I was very adamant about wanting to get out of the special education system because I felt like I was not progressing. I felt like I was not up to par with my friends. You know, my friends are taking these crazy advanced math classes like calculus, algebra, trigonometry, and then there's me stuck in a basic math class um, with other kids who were basically had an intellectual disability um, or who, you know, were basically just, you know, don't even know where they are. And I felt like I didn't deserve to be in those kind of classes. I felt like I could at least get in like a algebra one class and have like a tutor next to me. Um, I never got that. So while they were putting me in these classes, I just kind of, you know, I was pulled away. Um, very low self-esteem. I just, around the time to you, like my father also got a divorce with with my mom and you know he left and this was around the time where I was wanting so badly to just be independent just to find my own way and they denied me every year at my PPT meetings they have these meetings where you know once a year like they'll have the principal the vice principal guidance counselor social worker um, school psychologist parents and me um, and like one, one teacher from, you know, a skills class come in and basically they talk about you to your face and in front of your parents about your attitude, about, you know, how I manage things behaviorally, how I do certain things. Um, and personally, I hated those meetings. Even my mom admitted to me before she passed, like, you know, I hated going to those meetings because it made her feel like they were tearing me down instead of trying to find ways to help me. And it went on for years. Um, I was constantly being watched, constantly have somebody watching me within the school building, following me around. I always had someone in a class with me, even the classes that I was very strong and had A's and I always had to still have someone mandated to be with me within um, the class, which was um, a waste of time, personally. Um, so that's really how I felt about it. And um, we got to, we get to high school now, and you know, I've been in this, 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 you know, big funk. And, um, you know, around junior, senior year, I made a decision that I wanted to become a registered nurse. Um, nursing was something I wanted to do. Nobody can deter me from that decision. Um, and this was my major. This was what I wanted to do after graduation. Um, I had goals of going to a four-year university, getting my BSN, working for like one of the top hospitals. Um, I wanted to work at Yale and, you know, get some experience and go back to get my MSN in either psych or um, something related to critical care. Um, and, you know, my guidance counselor at the time was, you know, she was very adamant that I'm going to go to a community college and become a fucking social worker, which I have no problem with social workers. I have many friends that are social workers. Um, I was a social worker um, major at one point but I 
knew where my heart lied and my heart lied in nursing. So why take that away from me? Um, so within that time frame, I really just, um, I was really like sad, you know, my guidance counselor was like, well, you know, UConn sent over a letter saying, you know, they wanted me to do classes for credit so I could, so, and then by graduation, I'll be able to go to UConn full time as a student. And they denied me that access to get that credit to become a nurse. Um, I had took a class to become a, um, oh, I took a medical emergencies class where I learned about medical emergencies and type of careers in medical, in the medical fields. And I was bombing this, I wasn't bombing the class, but I was not in that way, but I was like getting straight A's. I was like, you know, the perfect student in there and I showed my potential. UConn wanted me to earn credit through their school doing this course, and I was denied because simply my guidance counselors and my 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 teachers at the time thought that I was not a strong reader or a strong writer, or you know, you know that they think that UConn was too quote unquote advanced for me. So I felt like you know high school everybody was pretty much speaking for me which something which was an issue for me because you are your own person regardless of your disability regardless of your gender regardless of your color of skin regardless of whatever you are your own personality no one is alike of the same on this earth not even twins um so once i had to sit down with my another teacher um i told her I wanted to be a registered nurse. Guidance counselor is not letting me put in applications for UConn or any other public four year university. I'm being shoved into a community college. And it's not even of my choice. Um, so now, you know, I expressed my dreams of becoming, wanting to be a nurse. And the first thing they said to me was, you can't even do basic algebra. How are you going to be a registered nurse and you can't even do math. I think hearing that line broke every cradle inside of me. Everything inside of me. And um, I cried. I remember going home crying to my mom about it and my mom was saying, you know, maybe I can help you out. Maybe I can help you study. You know, just pick up on some things and you know, by senior year, I have not even taken an algebra class. I have been in the base, the most basic algebra class, lower than, you know, the most, the basic class anybody would take in college or just in high school. Um, I learned about, you know, it was more like life skills math. And even that kind of math, I didn't even understand. Um, it was when I got to college my freshman year. I had a transition specialist, which was, she was also part of my, um, special education, you know, like family plan, whatever. And she was basically like, oh, um, you know, um, I don't know how you're going to earn this degree and you can't do this basic math class. So there was a very long pause before I really went off on her and told her, you know, it would be really nice if someone had exposed me to some kind of algebra within these four years of high school. I didn't even ask for a, like a, a entire like semester. I just asked for like maybe 
a couple of sit-ins, maybe a couple word problems, maybe something to expose me to algebra so I can at least have an idea of what it is. Um, instead of doing that, they decided that, you know, exposing me to, you know, they thought that exposing me to, you know, the basic of the math was going to help me and everything was online. So I, as a person, I know myself long enough. Anybody who's in school knows their self, how they learn, how they can, how they study. I'm a person who cannot do math online. Math online pretty much throws me off. And um, the tutor was online. The work was online. You had a certain deadline to meet every class. If you, like, every segment you had to be done with it and maybe the segment had to be about like 80 questions long for someone like me who is who was never exposed to any type of algebra is going to be confused as hell and that I was um after the second week of that class I stopped showing up for classes and I was just like I'm not going to go I'm just going to skip I'm going to go grab food I'm going to go see my friends and I'm going to go home Because I just choose not to put myself in that position to fail every class. So I ended up failing that course. Um, The course comes back around the next year. Um, I was told to take it again. I took it again, did the same shit the next semester, and I failed. Lost my financial aid, was put on academic probation, and they were telling me, hey, like, you gotta step it up. It's either you're going to reappeal for financial aid, which is me- which means, you know, you're going to write a, le- a letter saying what happens and what resources did you use and what caused you to fail. Basically, you're begging to get your financial aid back or you can go, you can transfer to another school. So I transferred to another school, another community college. Um, I took, I started off with two courses and I ended up passing but they were it was a psych course and it was a sociology course so I said okay well of course these are my strengths reading and writing taking quizzes studying something I can do um um math <laughs> absolutely not um so the next semester, when I did end up taking another math course that I was pushed into, I failed. And once again, took a, the same math course again, failed again. And not, mind you, this is all with tutoring. This is all with going to the library. This is all with asking professors for help. Um, nothing helped. Um, they made the decision that so-called they're going to try to remove the math requirements off of my social my social work degree requirements and I laughed because <laughs> there's no way in hell they're going to allow me to remove a math class off of my um off of my degree requirements if I'm in college the state will not accept that at all so of course, just like how I said, they did not approve it. They said they tried to say that I don't have a disability, that 
even even with documented, you know, paperwork and stuff from the start of school to the end of high school, they said, oh, well, she's just lazy. She doesn't want to do the work. So here I am as a kid struggling, still trying, like, being in a major I don't like, um, don't want to be in, right? Like, just don't want to be in. My heart's not in it. I'm not passionate about it. And then, you know, I just stopped going to school after that. You know, I bounced from school to school, and that it, that went on for years, and it always happened. It was always the math, the math courses that I could not just pass. Um, it wasn't until, and I, and mind you, I'm racking up loans. I'm racking up loans. I'm going to like different schools. Um, the courses that I do pass, I can't transfer them because I owe the school's money and it just it's a continuum it's just a continuum like okay if it doesn't work we can just go on to the next one um eventually I went to school online and that's where I'm at now um I'm at school online I actually ended up taking a math course an algebra course and I ended up passing I don't know what happened um I didn't have a tutor. I didn't ask for help. Um, I think you can kind of say I kind of self-taught myself. Um, maybe I can, if I can compare myself, you know, three, four, five, six years ago compared to now, um, I would say that the journey was worth it because, you know, I ended up passing my algebra courses. Um, currently I have one more algebra course to do before I can, you know, fully apply into my nursing program. Um, and I'm happy, but, um, I think I'm also fearful because, you know, I, I think I'm fearing the failure of, you know, getting into this nursing program, working so hard to achieve all the good grades that I need to get in and I get in and I can't. What if I can't measure out the meds? What if I can't do this? And I think it's the everyday thoughts for me. Um, I feel as though this this system has really, like, made me indecisive about myself. Has made me have, you know, this system has made me, you know, second-guess myself. You know, made me put myself down. And still this kind of mentality in me of, you can't do the math, so just skip to something else or no you're not going to be a nurse because you can't do math just try a different major um every major requires a math class regardless if you're a gen ed you are a fucking nursing major you are a liberal arts major like you need all of those cores to get into your major there's no way around it and i think the problem was that they thought that there was a way around it and they pushed so hard for me to do that when it wasn't true um so currently I am in going to school online I'm earning my associate's degree in allied health science I plan to graduate um within the next couple I would say two semesters um so I would expect to graduate next fall of 2022 um and my plan afterwards is to go into a BSN or ASN program and um, just get my nursing career started. Um, 
I still have goals of going to Yale, working there, getting experience, doing an internship, apprenticeship, whatever, kind of um, basically where I can get my foot in the door and get some experience. And um, afterwards, I do want to um, get my master's. Um, If there's any other like kids or like adults that are in this system and there are people trying to tell you how to learn your life, I want you to stand up for yourself. You being quiet with through these meetings, through, you know, through these classes, through all of these people making decisions for you, these people do not live your life. They do not know what's going on with you. They make assumptions, they make plans, they can do this and do that to attempt to try and help you, quote unquote. But these people, in reality, do not know what it's like to be you, to have your disability, to live your life. Do not let anybody dictate your dictate your life, try to put you in a box and to form you into something that you do not want to be. If I had listened to these guidance counselors, which I did the first time, which I did the first half, which made me confused. It made me second guess myself. And I'm like, wow, I really don't want to be a social work major. I want to be a nurse. And this is from the heart. Listen to your heart. Listen to your mind. Do not let these people fool you. You are your own person. And at the end of the day, don't let anybody tell you different because only you know you best. And that is my truth. Well, this is the end of this podcast, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me, for listening to my long-ass story. (laughs) And I hope that this has affected someone in a very positive way. And I look forward to hearing from you guys again in the next podcast. Thank you.